Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers. Shout out to my mother, Birmingham, Alabama, Deborah Whitehurst. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you all for tuning in uh, to the launch of the Report of the South radio and Report of the South podcast. Stay tuned. We're about to give you the rundown right now to let you know what's really going on out here. More to the story. Coming up, the Supreme Court of the United States ruled against warrantless cell phone searches a win for digital privacy. How one yogurt company stepped in in a Rhode Island school district when it was said that students with lunch debt would eat jelly sandwiches, not even peanut butter and jelly. The White House is being divided again as an advisor contradicts the president on tariffs and a fugitive for 23 years turns himself in. Stay up to date with the latest news at reportedthesouth.com and continue to stay right here and stay tuned to our podcast and radio, reportofthesouth.com. So the Rhode Island School District uh, officials came out and basically singled out uh, this school uh, for having lunchroom debt uh, not being paid. There have been teachers to leave after this egregious statement. Janitors have jumped ship, said they don't want to be a part of this organization. The officials over there are saying we're going to feed these students uh, sunflower seed butter and jelly sandwiches because their lunchroom debt has not been paid. I ain't never even heard of a sunflower seed butter jelly sandwich. And I know some folks who come from some very poor places. Uh, thank God to uh, thank God for the CEO of the Kabani uh, Yogurt. Uh, he stepped in and said, we're going to pay $47,000 of this $75,000 student uh, lunchroom debt. Uh, and we want our, our share to go for uh, impoverished students, low-income students. And th is, this is causing uh, a frenzy uh, because all across the country, school districts are upholding policies where these low-income students and students where their parents haven't gotten around uh, to paying off lunchroom uh, debt, they're shaming the students, making them wear certain stickers, uh, making public the debt that they owe, causing them to eat cold food or cold sandwiches while everyone else continues to get fed. This is this is an outrage. This is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. You know, it's terrible that 
in order for you to even be able to receive a good education, you can't have a stomach that's running on E. That's right. So feeding these students who are there all day from almost sun up till the middle of the evening sunflower butter and jelly have you ever heard of that i have never heard of of such a thing and i don't know where these schools are coming up with this stuff from i don't understand why all students don't just have free lunch um you know they have well i've been privy to see where certain programs where if he's received like um snap benefits or something like that you automatically qualify for free lunch but just because you know a lot of families may not receive snap benefits doesn't mean that they're not low income i mean think right, about it you're paying right. right you're paying rent and uh mortgages or whatnot and so the funds still may not be there so i but, think that all lunch should be free but think about this and, and I'm I'm with you on that because if we can figure out solutions for all of this other stuff, we we got a report coming up on on a guy that's been running for 23 years abusing some young folks, and taxpayer dollars are gonna pay for his three hots in a cot. We got we can figure out how to pay for better meals than a sunflower seed and jelly sandwich for inmates and for prisoners. It's absolutely no excuse. Uh, when it comes to to these students, absolutely, there's no excuse for it. Um, you know, it's really a sick thing. It's something we should definitely be revisiting uh, on every levels and, and making sure checking out in your school district because it's not like uh, they they have gone on this long without uh, paying for this stuff. All right. Now we also have uh, the Supreme Court of the United States of America uh, coming in and uh, protecting our privacy. Bravo. uh, Hand claps uh, for the Supreme Court of the United States uh, in times. Well, not even in times past, but as of right now and, you know, for some time. You know, if police officers uh, apprehend you, if they arrest you uh, at any point uh, when when you are in your vehicle after they've conducted a traffic stop, if you have a warrant for your arrest or if you commit an offense that is arrestable, uh, they they do not have to ask for permission then uh, because you're in their custody to search your for to search your car. Uh, trunk, back seat, front seat, uh, or to pat you down and search uh, you on your persons. Um, However, the Supreme Court of the United States has stepped in, uh, and we're going to be uh, gathering um, some court cases where this has not gone this way uh, to kind of give you an idea of the type of stuff that was going on before the Supreme Court ruling. The Supreme Court says you can search the trunk, you can search the back seat, you can search the front seat, but you better have a warrant if you are a police officer uh, and you want to go into someone's cell phone. So the Supreme Court has passed this ruling, your cell phone, your data, your contacts, all of that is protected. And uh, the judges uh, were, were writing uh, that, you know, 
cell phones are are used. It's high activity. There's no telling what type of information uh, that you're going to be able to garner from from going through a person's phone. Uh, it's used for business purposes and a wide range of of purposes. Is become an indispensable uh, tool. Uh, so you can't do a cavity search and you can't search their cell phone. Uh, a win for uh, digital privacy. What do you have to say about that, First Lady? I think that them passing um, that law was actually a very good thing because, like you said, our cell phones literally they become like our brain now we have our um, personal information in there we have banking information we have uh, a lot of us work from our phones there's just so much content in there and if it gets into the wrong hands or you know someone decides they want to go through and leak pictures or messages or anything like that you do need to have a warrant you have you and it's a good thing that they are demanding that you have that they've they've set it in stone that you have to have a warrant because this really is an invasion of privacy it's very private very private there's no reason for you to ever have to search my cell phone and for you to ever think that you have the authority to do so and obviously if they're demanding that you get a warrant it means that, okay, in some type of way, this cell phone has to be involved in some type of criminal activity, you know? Uh, yeah, so. or something. So the judges, and by the way, this was a unanimous decision. So I imagine you're proud of your United States Supreme Court justices on this one. Of course. And uh, those judges uh, said um, that it needs to be on a case-by-case basis. Uh, they don't see any reason... Uh, to just allow random police officers uh, that are having an interaction with the public uh, to, even if they're apprehending you, to go through your cell phone because uh, your cell phone, there's nothing on that cell phone as far as data that's an immediate threat to them. You know, uh, and, and, and there was something said about like in the past, you know, with flip phones or something, someone may, you know, hide a razor in there or something like that. But as far as smartphones and, and going into the data of the phone, Supreme Court says unanimously not going to happen. Kudos to the Supreme Court for passing that. Amen. Trouble in the White House again. So, President Trump has been all over the news the last few days um, informing all of America and all of the world that he's, he's winning this trade war. Absolutely, that he's winning the trade war with China and that um, what he's doing is going to affect them as far as tariff-wise. But yet, uh, his economic advisor, Kudlo, came out on Sunday and made a completely Larry different Kudlow. statement. Larry Kudlow came out and made a completely different statement saying that um, China doesn't even pay tariffs. That whatever is going on with the tariffs, all of that um, extra costs will trickle down to all of us consumers here in America. 
And this isn't the first time that we've noticed or the first time that Trump comes out with contradicting statements. It's always something, um, you know, it seems as if his team can't seem to get themselves together in the White House. And it's a really terrible thing because it causes the cost of goods on us to go up when we're already paying extra. We're already paying taxes or whatnot. So um yeah, samsung backfiring on um as far as wash machines the prices are already going up and it could go up between 15 to 30 percent so if you have like a thousand dollar or five thousand dollar washing machine set i mean 15 to 20 percent increase 30 percent increase is a huge chunk of change y'all that's a huge difference so yeah we'll so keep our, our eye in on our that. economy we'll, we'll end up feeling it in our pockets but it's, it's, it's uh, amazing to continue to see this White House uh, not be on one accord. Uh, you got the president uh, just going off and, and quoting numbers and, and acting macho, and yet uh, the people in his own administration, as well as the fact checkers, constantly have to come out uh, and say that he's wrong. Absolutely. On every corner, on every end. Thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure that you stay connected with us. At reportofthesouth.com, this is John Whitehurst. And this is First Lady Jatrivia Whitehurst. Reporting. Coming soon, a special report. Hashtag sex trafficking. Hashtag sex abuse. First Lady Jatrivia Whitehurst gives a report on a fugitive that's been running for 23 years and turns himself in to the FBI at 62 years old. Exclusively on ReportOfTheSouth.com radio and podcast.